escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello and welcome to Business Life. Coming up, government completes work on rationalization of some social intervention programs, including free SHS, with details to be announced in the 2024 budget. Were all boxes that we had to tick. Um, so about 17, I believe, um, such programs were looked at, uh, and therefore we incorporate them into um, the budget this year. Some manufacturing and export companies concerned about the exchange rate regime indicating it is increasing their cost of operations. When we export, uh, we expect that uh, uh, returns will come in uh, quickly and in foreign exchange, but uh, we have a few challenges there and uh, sometimes it's, it's, it delays. Plus, businesses in events and planning industry risk collapsing due to the current economic challenges. Sponsorship has been a major issue because you come out with an initiative today, the next thing you see, somebody also doing it without really knowing your metrics and your strategies and everything. So that has been the issue. We have details of these and many more. Please stay. For your company, I am Pius Kujobaka. Let's now settle for the details. And government, with the help of the World Bank, has completed work on the rationalization of some social intervention programs like the free SHS. Some of the initiatives have come under scrutiny by the country's development partners following concerns of rising expenditure. This could see some of these programs reviewed in relation to funding. Finance Minister Ken Furiata has been given more details on PM Express Business Edition, which airs tonight at 9 p.m. on this channel. No, we did a lot of work on that, and I think um, one of the auditing firms, um, that, and those were part of the structural benchmarks that were needed um, for um, this approval, that the SLA that we received. Also, for the DPO uh, from the World Bank, which will be about 300 to $500 million, um, um, also in December, 
um, these were all boxes that we had to tick. Um, so about 17, I believe, um, such programs were looked at, uh, and therefore I will incorporate them into um, the budget this year. Little Bear told me that uh, the, the, the bank in principle has approved some $300 million to Ghana under the budget support program. It should be coming in December. Again, what do you make of this development? Well, that, that um, George, uh, continues to go to say where we are um, as, as a country and the favor we have found and the hard work that we have done. Not only is the DPO going to lead to the release of $300 million, but also um, the Ghana um, uh, Financial Stabilization Fund will also result in another $250 million so that we can make sure that the banks are strong, solvent, and also liquid. You heard Finance Minister speak to my colleague George Yaffe on PM Express Business Edition, which airs tonight here on the channel. Let's go to one of our headline stories we have for you. The Bank of Ghana has launched the ECD Hackathon to bring together the brightest minds in technology and finance to explore the endless possibilities of central bank digital currency. Let's go live on Zoom and speak to Director of FinTech and Innovation Office at the Central Bank, Kwame Opong, to provide further information on this ECD hackathon. And thanks so much, Mr. Opong, for joining me here on Business Live. First of all, Good tell morning. me about this hackathon thing and what is the ECD hackathon, basically? Good evening to your listeners. So the ECD Hackathon is a follow-on from our ECD pilot project where we experimented with the central bank digital currency, a digital version of our Ghanaian CD. Mm. Now we're at a point where, since as a central bank we have said that, we want to see the ECD positioned to enable the financial sector. We have actually introduced this new concept of a hackathon, which really is an innovation challenge. Mm. And in our case, this is a 12-week innovation challenge that brings together the writer's minds, you know, from technology developers to blockchain enthusiasts to economists to financial analysts, and frankly, many people from different backgrounds to either buy themselves or form teams to create solutions that consumers may be able to use someday on the back of the e-city. So that's what the challenge is about. All right. So. Why is the Bank of Ghana considering or organizing this hackathon thing you are mentioning? And really, what is the primary goal? Thank you. I think for us, the research process that we undertook with regards to CBDC, this forms a part of it. And for our ability to understand how it will work in the real world so that we can adequately architect how it works on the back end as well, is something that is important to us. But this also presents us with an opportunity to really explore the technology further beyond what we have done. We've had a successful pilot over the last year. And subsequent to that, we want to understand how we can go further to see how the market will use it and be able to see how we can further create some enablement from a legal, regulatory, and even operational and technology level at the back end to enable that for the financial service providers so consumers can ultimately benefit in a way that is more relevant to their needs. Mm. And what are some of the areas of interest that you seek to explore with this hackathon? So, primarily, we want to be able to use this hackathon to see the type of innovation that we can see in some critical areas of payment. One is merchant payment. The majority of transactions in Ghana are between individuals and businesses. Mm. And so can we see some innovation in that space? 
Secondly is government payment. And we also see some innovation in introducing efficiencies in government payments mm. uh, as well. And two key areas that are important for us, which is the agricultural um, trade, agriculture and trade. These are two priority areas that we want to see how people can use the ECB to really create some innovation there. I should mention that there are some other areas that are non-payment related that we believe the ECB can be used to add value. For instance, in the area of consumer protection, in the area of data privacy, in the area of combating illicit transactions, and even KYC models for and solutions. These are all areas and things that we think the ECB could potentially, innovations on the back of the ECB, could add value to the financial sector. So those are some of the priority areas. I see. Who are your participants, individuals, businesses? Right. So actually, you don't even need to have a company, but certainly if you're a business, you could be a bank, you could be a fintech, you could be an individual, or you could be a group of people. You can come together and um, put in a proposal for us to review. And if you're shortlisted, you get the opportunity to be part of this hackathon. And I should also mention that uh, Ghanaians, so this is meant for Ghanaians, but non-Ghanaians who are interested can join teams of Ghanaians to participate in this hackathon as well. And do you need to submit any uh, innovation concept notes on that? Right. So to, as a standard for most, most, um, most hackathons, mm. you need to submit a concept notes that demonstrate what your hypothesis are, what problem you're trying to solve. Uh, you want to be able to understand, for instance, um, the nature of the solution, who the target audience are. So you need to submit that. But the most important thing is, to apply, you have to go to the Bank of Ghana website. So on the Bank of Ghana website, you can go to the FinTech and Innovation section, and in there, there's an ECD hackathon section. You can fill in the application there and include all the details and subsequently also submit your um, concept notes. Finally, I should mention that initially, our, our deadline was actually this Friday. Oh, on the basis of several requests that we have received, we have considered extending the deadline to Monday to allow a lot more people to be able to apply for this innovation hackathon. Talking about participation, is it only limited to Ghanaians? No, so this is actually not going to be limited to Ghanaians, uh, although we expect Ghanaians to apply the most. So if you're not Ghanaian, you have to join a team of Ghanaians to be able to participate, but an individual non-Ghanaian cannot apply by themselves. We want mm-hmm. to also make sure we are harnessing the local talent and giving them that opportunity as well. Now, Kwame, talk to me about all the kind of support you have for participants. Okay, so participants in the ECD hackathon will actually have the opportunity to be guided, to be given access to user guides on how to navigate the platform that we've set aside. So this is a, a, a sandbox-type environment. It's cordoned off from the broader a real live world, but it's a replica of how this can work, and so people can build on it. So we'll give you access to the user guides, we'll give you access to the technical platform and its connectivity, the APIs, and also through the process, we'll give you access to mentors and guides who will partner with Nest on this, but there'll be several people with rich backgrounds and experiences from all sorts of life who actually help some of these innovators as they further refine and develop their concepts on innovation. And what um, technological resources uh, will participants have access to? Well, they'll have access to the APIs. They'll have access to all the other key elements. Um, 
that they would need to really be able to build their products and also connect it into um, other, perhaps other tools that they would need, they would, they would be relevant depending on what their proposal is. But we'll give them access to all the necessary APIs, the BOG Hackathon platform as well, to be able to build their product on there. How long will these um, last and what is the schedule of events? I do know that you've mentioned that you had to extend the dates because, the deadline I should say, because of, um, you know, increasing participation you are recording. Certainly. So now we're moving it to 23rd September, which is this Monday. And the initial selection will be done by 27th. And there will be a pitch day. This is when people come and pitch the concept we have beyond what we have read. And then also there will be a second selection that will happen on the 8th of November after the 3rd of November pitch day. And then there will be a prototyping period. So this is the period within which the innovators will have the opportunity to start working on their innovation, developing it from a technology standpoint. So this is where the programming happens. Mm. To the 8th and the 30th of November. And there will be a double day on the 8th of December so we can see what everyone is doing. And finally, there will be two more um, activities, the first one being the judging and finals. That's where we'll select the winners of the hackathon and there'll be a ceremony as well, an award ceremony on the 15th of December to commemorate the end of that whole process. Great. Ultimately, I want you to tell me the benefits of this hackathon um, to the winners, basically. Okay, so there will be some prizes both cash and non-cash prizes um, from both the Central Bank of Ghana and our partners with whom we're working, so the Dara Foundation, uh, MTech, there'll be some prizes. But most importantly, I think for those who are going to be participating in this, the broader opportunity is the ability to really help define what the future of uh, digital currency usage would look like in Ghana. Mm. And for those who intend going on to build businesses around this and innovations around this, this is a first and very, uh, I think, important opportunity for them to get their hands on some of these innovations and perhaps get a head start on developing what the future of payment products and innovation would look like. Great. Thank you very much, Kwame Opong, for your time here on Business Life. He's the Director of FinTech and Innovations at the Bank of Ghana, speaking to us on e-currency um, there. Let's talk a longer within the space because players in the fintech space have welcomed the introduction of ECD, a digital currency launched by the Bank of Ghana. The ECD was introduced to help government include the unbanked population into the digital economy. Speaking during an engagement, Head of Sales and Marketing at KPMG Ghana, Akisi Aka, is hopeful the ECD will make significant strides as the mobile money transfer services. I mean, just like all innovation, people are a bit, you know, you always have a bit of inertia about it. But really, just like mobile money when it was introduced, we all thought it was a strange animal in, the, in, in, our, in our environment. But look, look how it's thriving now. This morning when I was listening to the radio, the Bank of Ghana has actually opened up a competition to, you know, incorporate, you know, in, encourage, you know, um, innovators to bring in ideas, to contribute ideas, to make sure that this is actually a platform or a user channel that we can actually understand, that we can actually incorporate into our lifestyles, that we can actually build into our businesses. So let's see how it goes and how it can benefit Ghana as a whole. Away from that, some manufacturers and export companies are still concerned about the exchange rate regime indicating it is increasing their cost of operations. The city in recent months has been stable, uh, but these exporters say it is not reflecting on the operations. 
according to management accountant at the Gilson Manufacturing Company, Emmanuel Corsa. Most export companies incur losses due to the hike in taxes and tariffs, which he describes as killing the private sector. He spoke to Joy Business at the National Customer Choice Awards Ghana. Manufacturing exporters at the event bewailed the hike in importation of equipment and other goods for production. They entreated government to focus on supporting industries in the country. Well, uh, when we when we export, uh, we expect that. Uh, uh, Returns will come in uh, quickly and in foreign exchange, but uh, we have a few challenges there, and uh, sometimes it's, it's, it delays a bit. And then uh, we have to import all our uh, most of our raw materials. They are very costly. Looking at the economic situation, prices go up and things. So. Uh, I think that's our main challenge. The National Customers' Choice Awards Ghana is an event organized to solely recognize business excellence by conducting a comprehensive and objective, accurate, independent market research survey to determine brand reputation and customer satisfaction. You're still watching Business Live here with me, Pios Kujobaka. We are taking a break. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with Hello, welcome back. The Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industry, Chiona Mafelu, has called on government to take immediate actions to tighten this country's borders against smuggling. Speaking to Joy Business, Mr. Mafelu said smuggling of cheap and inferior products hurt local manufacturers by pricing them out of the market. He spoke at the Greater Accra Annual Meeting and Seminar of the Association of Ghana Industries. 
The seminar and annual meeting for the Greater Accra Regional Chapter of the Association of Ghana Industries hosted officials from the Ghana Free Zones Authority and the Africa Trade Academy. The ceremony was designed to take members through the rudiments of cross-border trade. Speaking to Joy Business, the chairman of the Greater Accra Regional Chapter of AGI, Chonam Apello, called on governments to tighten the borders and develop policies to protect the local economy. We are fully aware that some of fake inferior sanitary parts are being imported, are being smuggled to the country without going through the proper borders and paying the right duties. So it's become very cheap, but the standards are low. And making our local production of sanitary parts uncompetitive, we need the borders to be fixed. We need to deal with this issue as a matter of urgency. Issues around sanitary parts, for example, are matters that borders on health and help of our women. On the development of the local rice industry, Mr. Akpelo urged governments to emulate Nigeria's policy and implement robust policies to reduce the country's dependence on imported rice. If I were an investor and I was living outside the country and I wanted to invest in the rice production in Ghana, I would rather go to Nigeria because Nigeria, the policy on rice production is so clear that they do not allow importation of rice, period. The thing is, Ghana has the capacity to produce rice to supply to the entire Ghanaian market. What is needed is the policy that to prohibit or that to minimize importation of rice. The CEO of the association, Seth Chum Akwabwa, called for the development of the local supply chain to serve as a dependent source of raw materials. We realize that the value chains are very important if you really want to increase local production. The entire chain must work. The interesting thing is that most of our big companies are willing and are indeed now doing local sourcing because it makes economic sense. So they are doing local sourcing. If you look at Nestle, Nestle today buys a lot of the maize they use for Cyrillac from the north. So they are doing local sourcing. Farm Mook says, I want to source about 80% of my inputs from local sources. But how do I do it? It means the value chain becomes very important. And it brings opportunity to our members across the country if you're able to take advantage of it. The forum was held on the theme, developing effective supply chains to take advantage of after the case of SMEs. Some stakeholders within the events and planning industry have indicated that most of their businesses risk collapsing due to the current economic challenges as the festive season draws closer. According to them, importation of equipment and items for decorations have been so difficult due to the depreciation of the CD and high import duties. Chief Executive Officer for Global Ovations, Raj Gideons, also blamed the situation on lack of proper regulations. He spoke to Joy Business at the 2023 Ghana Event Summit. The edition of the Ghana Event Summit is with the vision to create an immersive and transformative event business ecosystem. Stakeholders bemoan the recent hike in taxes. Raj Gideons called for more support from government to aid in streamlining their operations. I think authenticity, being authentic, um, that's one. And then sponsorship, of course, is, is, a, is a major challenge. And then also, uh, basically, uh, being original and then sponsorship has been a major issue because you come up with an initiative today, the next thing you see, somebody also doing it without really knowing your metrics. 
and your strategies and everything. So that has been the issue. And what can you do? We, well, we don't have any regulatory body. I mean, a proper regulatory body. I'm saying governed by government because there are lots of bodies, but everyone is, is a free space. So people are doing everything. Chief Executive Office of Cast Vote, Robert Nyadu called for more partnerships within the industry. Event organizers were finding it so difficult to get in touch with pioneers. Um, therefore, um, we took it upon ourselves to use our brand to get them here and um, also to try and network. The summit was under the theme Innovation and Sustainability in Event, Embracing New Trends and Technology. Group Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director for Goyal PLC, Kwame Say Prempe, is asking the National Petroleum Authority to take a relook at the pricing of the cylinder recirculation module, which has already started. Under the module, residents will exchange empty cylinders for already filled ones as cylinder exchange points. Mr. Prempe is of the view that Goyal has made a lot of investment in the area, which requires the company to take a major role in its implementation. He spoke to Joy Business at the commissioning of its modern auto gas stations at the Goyal Bemakamp service station. The modern auto gas station has gas leakage detection alarms, loading arms, sprinkler systems, and emergency shutoff valves coupled with underground LPG storage tanks fitted with standard equipment. Kwame Prempe was optimistic of a successful program but called for reassessment of the pricing. The original plan of the regulator has changed, has seen some changes. Indeed, when started, as I said, we were told that as soon as this one, the CRM was ready, all small, all the small, small filling stations will go off. Now they've been granted two years. We are going to run around us. Um, price, pricing, NP has to look at the pricing. They are still working on it. We don't have, we basically don't have any um, disagreement with them. Yes, I believe that we have invested so much. If the pace will go faster, it will help us to um, get what we have invested. Deputy Minister of Energy, Andre Japamesa, said the opening of the modern autogas station is in full alignment with Ghana's energy transition pathway to net zero status. He maintained that government is poised to enhance confidence in the use of gas for vehicle fueling and dispel any existing negative safety-related notions on the use of gas for transport purposes. In the wake of the global efforts at curbing climate change by transitioning to cleaner forms of fuel, Ghana's policy posture has been to adopt natural gas as a transition fuel for power generation and transportation. And as much as global calls have been made for the usage of zero carbon emitting fuels, it must be acknowledged that Ghana cannot leapfrog to the level of nationwide usage of battery or solar-powered vehicles instantly. Against this backdrop of ensuring energy security, an obligation incumbent on every government, the transition to cleaner energy must be realistic, gradual, and corresponsive. Goyal said it will provide safe LPG delivery to vehicles in Ghana through modern automated methods of delivery. And that's our part company here on Business Life with me, Pios Kojubaka. For more stories, do log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. We'll leave you with some international business stories.